Look good, play good. On this week's episode of the Fantasy Rucker Show, we rank the kits of the 2024 Major League Rugby season. Maddie and myself have a look at what teams are going to look best on the pitch this year. We also have some more details on how everyone can play Fantasy MLR in 2024, and also the latest news and notes from around the league. The Fantasy Rucker Show starts right now. Where rugby and the world of fantasy sports collide. Welcome to the Fantasy Ruckers Show, bringing fantasy rugby to the masses, talking all things rugby from the MLR to leagues around the world. We're on top of it. Headphones on, pads off. This is the Fantasy Ruckers Show. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Yee, Matt Yee, and Devin Vanderpool. What's up, everybody? This is episode number 92 of the Fantasy Rutgers Show. Thank you so much to our Fantasy Rutgers League members, our community members, and everyone else tagging along on this journey of trying to make Fantasy Rugby a reality in the MLR with you every single week. Matt Yee, I am Ryan Yee, and uh, Maddie. we had a pretty banger of an episode last week. Had a big announcement and a special guest, but I mean, come on. Talk about, uh, you know, talking to all of our Fantasy Ruckers League members, community members. It's about to get a little bit bigger here with the announcement we had last week. Yeah, you got that right. It's about to get big here in the MLR fantasy landscape. And we even got to find out a little bit of the, uh, I guess, what the kids call tea uh, <laughs> of what the happenings was this offseason. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a big episode last week and we learned a lot and we announced a lot. Yeah, we got a big episode, and we'll have a big episode in this one, too. Like we said at the top of the show, it is our fantasy, or sorry, not our fantasy, but our Kitmas type ranking reveal. We're going to go through every yeah. single kit that was released by each and every MLR team. We've ranked them, we put them on a list, and we're going to yep. go through what uh, we think are the best and, kits coming into 2024. And for people who have watched our show, they know that I am nothing but critical on the MLR and the team to the way that they look all season long. So, uh, yeah, this will be a good one and get ready for me to be very critical on some teams and loves what some of the teams are doing. And uh, if you missed it last week, the special guest that we were talking about was Andrew Coe, uh, newest member of RFCLA, who broke down uh, the wild offseason that he had uh, uh, in the tail end of 2023 with the disbandment of the New York Ironworkers to the dispersal draft to now in 2024, moving on to his brand new team, wearing that, I guess, blue and gold uh, RFCLA going into a lot of excitement there. So if you missed that out, check out episode 91. You can find that on our YouTube channel and wherever you get podcasts. And uh, referring to that big announcement that we had, uh, it's official now, Maddie. Uh, it is up on all over our socials. The Google form is up. If you want to take part in Fantasy MLR in 2024, yeah. the avenue is ready for you. You go on to our Google forms, go on to our X page, go on to our, uh, our Facebook page, go on to our Instagram. Uh, it'll be down below in the description. If you want to take part, you just got to fill out that Google form. Give us a little bit of information in terms of uh, email address, uh, other little tidbits that we'll need to, to get you in a league. But we're super excited here. We're getting Fantasy MLR to the masses. And this is a mm -hmm. big, big first step that is out there all over our socials. And you don't even have to be a diehard fan of the MLR. Maybe you just know the MLR or know of the MLR. I mean, this is going to be a league for everybody. And this is going to be a way that you can get involved or even find a way to, to become a big fan of the MLR. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that we've gotten a lot of traction in terms of people wanting to join it. We had that that one guinea pig league yeah. with their founding fathers over the past and, couple yeah. couple seasons. And people were asking, how do I get part of it? How do I uh, get my own team? How do I join a league? Well, this is your chance. Again, uh, go on to at the Fantasy Ruckers X uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, again, that link will be down below in the description as well. Uh, fill out that form. Get uh, your interest noted and, and we'll find you a league in uh this 2024 season and i think it's important to point out i mean vandy who who isn't here now was with us last week for the interview uh was a guy who had no idea what rugby was had absolutely no clue maybe only knew about the all blacks and the haka um and look, look he how became, far he's come and and he's now two years down the line has become a big fan as a diehard utah warriors fan allegedly um and 
and now he is supporting, he understands the rules. He's able to talk critically about what's going on. Mm -hmm. So just a way for you to learn the sport, get into the sport, um, and just grow the game in America. Even if you don't know rugby or aren't a fan of rugby or have never watched rugby, don't be scared. Fill out the Google form, meet some new people. If you love fantasy, just get into it. It's the same as, as if fantasy football, fantasy basketball, um, it's just another way to kind of uh, watch the game and enjoy the sport. Yeah. And I mean, we know how big, you know, other fantasy sports, like you mentioned there, Matt, fantasy football, fantasy basketball, all those things, how big uh, those are fantasy baseball, um, fantasy MLR. We're hoping it becomes just as big, just as yep. big a part of a game. Um, yeah, we're hoping to have big things this year, have leagues, have a, a whole bunch of ways to kind of watch your teams, watch your players um, with the expansion of those stats that we had. It's 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 a whole lot of fun. Uh, you can reach out to any of our, uh, our, our founding members, whether that's, you know, um, Jam Delay whether that's uh rugby morning um yeah. you know uh even even rugby wrap up taking part last season mlr all access taking part last season and don't forget um, Stephen loan Stephen loan our, our longtime member there as well um they've had a lot a lot of fun so um yeah i i couldn't be more excited to get this out to more people and give an opportunity for other people to join fantasy mlr and, and experience what it's like to have your own fantasy mlr team and the way that changes the way you watch the sport because you're right Matt it completely alters the way that you you watch uh watch rugby and you just get so much bought mm -hmm. into it when you have something at stake so a lot of fun again that google form can be found on any of our social pages uh at the fantasy ruckers x facebook instagram uh that uh, link to the google form will be down below in the description as well whether you're watching on the youtube video or uh wherever you get podcasts you'll be able to click there as well as so one thing i do want to note though for people who are interested in joining um couple different things here if you want to join with people People who you already know there's a, a spot for you to answer that you can put people um you know th that are there um to to you know make sure that you're in a league that uh, that you're you're wanting to be in with other people that you do know so that is an opportunity for you um we are looking for commissioners so we are looking for people who uh, to, to kind of take the lead on some of these leagues again not that much work is involved you're just kind of the liaison between myself uh the, i guess the 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 main commissioner the the okay, ultimate the Relax. ultimate commissioner <laughs> um that kind of that's how we're going to facilitate those conversations uh make sure that all the leagues are running smoothly and also of course because uh it is an offline draft type system you'll be responsible for kind of carrying out and facilitating that draft going through so again we're looking for uh people to kind of step up here and, and join the fantasy Rutgers team and become that commissioner for uh respective leagues and we're looking for leagues to be around eight to ten and people so um you know go out there if you have eight people that you know you're more than welcome to to create a league of your own just reach out to uh to us through that google form um have uh, denote one of those uh people that are in that eight group of people you know as the commissioner and we're more than happy to get that all set up for you and unlike you ryan those commissioners are allowed to be in the league. It is true. Commissioners can play. So don't think that, uh, yeah, if you're a commissioning league, just like any other fantasy sport, you will have the opportunity to play in that league as well. We just need a representative in that league, that member to kind of uh, be that liaison between that league and and myself. Uh, and then last thing here is that Discord is going to be a huge thing. Obviously, it's been a huge part of our community and growing this, but it'll be a huge thing in facilitating fantasy MLR as well through the Fantasy Ruckers. Um, you'll want to join our Discord channel it is a mandatory thing. All of our leagues will be facilitated through that. That's how we're going to slot you in your groups. That's how you're going to carry out your drafts, uh, et cetera, and keep your communication throughout the, out the, uh, out the season. So there is a spot on that Google form to join the discord and then also uh, leave us your username so that we can make sure that we identify you correctly. Oh, all right. I think that's everything. All the all the, the housekeeping stuff out of the way. But we again, all I right. think we're saying it over and over again. We're super excited to get this out to the masses. It's been our goal to make, like we say at every top of every show, uh, Fantasy MLR a reality. And it looks like we're one step closer to doing just that. And hopefully uh, a whole bunch of people are going to be able to enjoy it in 2024. Ain't that the truth? Let's right. get into it, right? Let's get into it. Whole bunch of news and notes uh, that we got oh to talk about um, in, in terms of starting to really solidify what 2024 is going to look like. We talked about a wild offseason that it was. We talked about that with Andrew Coe last week, uh, just about how much there was in flux and, and the schedule coming out, teams dropping out, the schedule not being official anymore, the different league format, that being pulled because of the dropping of the teams. But now it looks like we kind of have everything settled with the most recent announcement 
that a team that we've been alluding to, we thought it was going to be Charlotte. It is the Charlotte kind of area, but they went with a different type of name, which I don't know if we agree with. Uh, we were predicting Charlotte Hawks, something completely different. Anthem Rugby Carolina no, no, <laughs> is no, joining the MLR no, no, for the no. 2024 season as the 12th team. This is so – I mean, <laughs> it's cool, all right? It's a world rugby back team. It's supposed to only have guys that are eligible to play for the U.S. It's going to have all the aspects that we thought, and that was leaked about the Charlotte Hawks having the development players. I know that I know that Brian Ray has already talked about some guys uh, heading over to that team on loan. Um, you know, some of the younger guys that maybe aren't getting playing time. Um, but gosh, this, you know, they social media, social tough. media, put it right there for you. <laughs> it's a development team basically for the Eagles. All right. It makes sense that they're called the Hawks. No, no, no. The MLR has to come on in, you know, just like this RFCLA, the MLR has to come on in and world rugby and USA rugby came in, came together, sat at the table and said, Anthem. We're going to do an anthem. And you know what? This offseason has been the rise and the fall of the A's. I don't know what the MLR has. You know, what do they have with A's, right? Like the, the arrows, logos, and A, they fall. The RFC, Richards, Bellends, whatever the heck you want to call them, the LA team, they've got a big old A in their little genitalia logo. They rise, and they're new. And now we got this whole anthem, stupid anthem A that's sitting on another jersey in the league. Well, so I'll, I'll say this. Ugh. I'll say this. I'm not like, opposed to the name. Anthem, Ryan, what are you talking is, about? Anthem is quite fine. All right. Anthem is fine. Anthem is, just, in what world? I mean, Where? it has to be different. At least there's no one else in the entire, entire, entire world in any sport that I've heard. Well, there's a reason why nobody okay. else has the name okay. Anthem. Ryan. What I have a bigger problem, though, about is this whole backwards naming thing that the MLR is getting into, right? I mean, we started with RFC LA, which was a weird thing. We went over that with the announcement of that. And I, we, we, we thought it was a weird thing that they were called RFC LA in the first place. And I think it's weird in this one too. I have never seen a place called Anthem Rugby Carolina. Why not just call it like the Carolina Anthem Rugby Club? You know, I feel like that would be a whole lot better. Um, but again, uh, we don't choose the names. We don't get paid the big bucks. What, what's the MLR batting here when it comes to to naming teams? I mean, the Giltinis was a well, flop. The Gilgronis yeah. was a flop. Um, it doesn't sound like people were too impressed with with uh, the LARFC naming coming out. Uh, when Rugby Atlanta rebranded before moving to LA, that was a tough one too. Um, and now we got this anthem name that's uh, that's pretty tough. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, right? This is, <laughs> I don't know how you can even be Anthem Rugby Carolina. Like, I'm going to laugh every time the announcers say it. <laughs> I'm going to laugh every time I see it on the field. I'm sure their jerseys are going to be atrocious. It's just going to go exactly with the name. They haven't released those well, yet. Well, what's funny, too, what's but, funny, too, is that yeah. they're, like, the exact same color as, like, LA, uh, RFC LA, well, basically, no. in, like, the blue yeah, and so yellow. They're both, like, they're really, yeah, really they both close. look like absolute garbage cans. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see we'll see what the, the jerseys do come out with. Again, uh, I guess uh, out of out of default that uh, they kind of go on the bottom of our list in our upcoming rankings for our jersey just because their jerseys aren't out, but it'll be interesting to see when they do come out where they slot in that mix. But on the positive side of things, Maddie. Um, I will say this is exciting. I mean, again, we kind of emphasized oh, yeah. that last episode um, that we were in dark and grim times when it came to the MLR, when Toronto dropped, when New York dropped, um, and, and we were looking like, okay, what is the future of this league looking like? But now with the emergence of, you know, RFC LA, with Miami kind of taking the stranglehold on things here too, and now the addition of the 12th team here, we're right back where we were expecting to be heading yeah. into the 2024 season before all this went down. And then on top of that, you put on this kind of support, and 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 we touched on it last episode about how encouraging it is to see now that the, the, the 2023 World Cup has passed – rugby the world rugby is kind of shifting their attention to the next two world cup cycles which includes the u.s they want to make sure that u.s rugby is succeeding 120 31 rolls around and a part of that is going to be anthem rugby carolina and it's that money Ugh. that's pulling in into this club uh to develop the young talent of uh of the united states and it's encouraging to see we'd like to see the support of world rugby and we'd like to see that uh it's it's funneling into the MLR, which is only going to allow this league to become more stable after all that turmoil that it experienced in December and November of last year. 
Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, no, I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking about the fact that people got at a table and they wrote on the whiteboard. They said, these are the names that we're going to choose. Uh, Charlotte Hawks, Carolina Hawks, literally anything other than Anthem. <laughs> and they went with the worst possible thing. They went Anthem Rugby Carolina. Oh, my goodness. I just don't understand. Anyways, past that. Uh, Brian Ray just on this team announced or tweeted out that I guess Ivan Pulu, the young prop, I believe he was drafted two years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also Kale Hodgson, who we've seen, uh, who we've seen with Nola. Um, Apparently they're both on the uh, anthem. They're both singing the anthem, I guess, this season. So. So, so that's, that's, that's a couple, I mean, I mean, Kale Hodgson, I I think that's going to be good. I did not expect a guy like Kale Hodgson to be going, going to, to, to this team. Uh, But the fact that his type of caliber, MLR caliber talent is going there, I think it's a good sign for the competitive competitiveness of these players that are going to be singing the anthem this season. I think you've just seen, are you, are you, maybe they need to hire you as their marketing team, Addy. I think. No, no, they would never make it past if they hired me as a marketing team. Um, But yeah, no, that is encouraging to see. And again, we were kind of questioning where the talent level is going to be with this side when they go up against some of these other MLR clubs. Uh, It'll be interesting to see, but to see some of those bigger names on there, like Kale Hodgson is encouraging, encouraging moving forward here. Um, Again, we'll, we'll see where this kind of team kind of lies in all of that. But again, maybe not the name but encouraging to see the backing that this is getting and MLR is right back in a pretty solid spot. I would, I would, I would believe here. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of teams get announced. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this, uh, I just saw, got a glance, a glimpse of their logo and it's so stupid. Uh, you're not and, over uh, it. Do you want? Do you want to keep on going? No, I can't, I, I can't. I can't. I'm done. I'm done now. It just looks so. D- and then they they throw it up on the schedule too, and it's just gross. But uh, yeah, hopefully they come out with a nice little roster. I know a lot of the teams that come out. I think Nola, San Diego, L.A., uh, uh, New England. A bunch of teams that come out with their full roster. Hopefully we get to see this is, and it's not kind of shady until the start of the season um just with how late that it's all happening and it'll be interesting to see how this team kind of operates in the ethos of what roster moves across the mlr you know obviously they're going to be restricted to kind of developing usa talent um how do they acquire players how are they able to you know where are they going to get those that uh, i know there was like a lot of loan conversations and things like that it's just going to be interesting to see how they fill out that 20 uh that 23 man roster on their squad. So it should be interesting going forward, kind of shifting that conversation to now that we have our full 12 teams, we do have an official schedule that's out too. And we, we got do. some, uh, some big time matches in that week one uh, lineup, which is, which is pretty cool. The Anthem. I don't know how they're going to get, spanked. I don't know. I don't know how the new England free Jacks score in get week spanked. one in terms of a tune up game to start off the season coming off of their MLR shield in 2023, but they're facing the Anthem first and talking about wake up call. Uh, that is going to be a big wake up call for the Anthem. I I mean, um, in terms of facing the defending MLR champions. Yeah, welcome to the MLR. I mean, it's kind of it's unfortunate they couldn't put a New England Free Jack versus San Diego Legion to start off the season. I think that would have been an absolute ripper of a game. But, hey, it is what it is. At least they get to play this anthem team, who I guess is defending the country or something, or the Constitution maybe. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. Um, I think they're going to get spanked, though. Yeah, I agree. But the biggest one on that list there in that week one matchup, uh, San Diego, Seattle. That one's going to yeah, be a that'll big, be a time big one. one. Seattle's rematch. looking pretty good. Um, yeah. The rematch of that semifinal last year yeah. um, heading into that MLR championship. Uh, that one's going to be an exciting one. The, obviously, San Diego looking to return to full form. Seattle being the stud franchise that they are every single season. Uh, that's going to be a West Coast battle to see. Yeah, I think some big things about the schedule. And we talked about this last year a lot during the season of like bye weeks. Yeah. Right. Like bye weeks in fantasy. For those of you who have played fantasy football, we know that bye weeks are a big thing. Any any sport that is a weekly type thing, any any bye weeks is always is always something that throws a wrench in the mix. And and we see that what's back, Ryan, is uh the uh, what four teams on bye in one week. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, 
Week so those are going to be interesting weeks. Already looking ahead, you look at week five. Week five, only eight teams are playing. So four teams going to be on by. Talk about the scramble to the waiver wire to get a, a starting uh, fly half in, in, in that week or starting yeah. scrum half in that one or even getting a kicker into your lineup. Um, I will say uh, outside of that week five, there that is the only week that appears to be the week that has only eight teams well, they, playing. Did they not shrink the season here? The season has been reduced. Like three weeks, no? Yeah, I yes, yeah. Did we miss that somewhere? You know, they said forty-two days, but I guess you know uh, that that's something that uh, that uh, they just kind of snuck by us, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, it's reduced. So so by the way, if, if you didn't if you didn't notice the we the, the season's reduced <laughs> by three weeks. Uh, I just actually, realized that, that myself. I, I I was just assuming that it was going to be the same as last that's year. That's actually a huge deal. I mean, but they threw it in there. They did. Uh, so that's cool. I mean, or they missed <laughs> they missed a whole a whole picture. <laughs> that could be. A thing I don't too. think they missed the whole picture. I think I think they just shortened the season. But I've seen worse from the MLR. Yeah, we're gonna have to look into that because that's uh that that because there were 17 weeks last year. There was, yeah, there was, there was definitely a lot more weeks. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's good. No, no, no. It's good that we know this now. But anyways, back to the whole thing. There's yeah. one week. I mean, at least this means the silver lining is that there's only one week of four teams on by. That one's going to be ones that fantasy managers are going to look out for. No, but it's, it's good just, that you can, you it's, can, it's good that we can look at this schedule now. Hopefully there's no more changes. Yeah, but for fantasy managers, I think it's you know, it's going to be something in the back of your mind during your draft to understand that you're not picking too many guys up that have the same fantasy that have the same bye week, like that might get. I mean, that might get difficult. It's not the main thing that you're going to look to draft for, and not the main thing that should influence your decision, but maybe. Somewhat of a deal breaker between two players that you have ranked in the same or similar categories. Yeah. I mean, again, if you have two, if you have a slam dunk pick coming up uh, in your draft and uh, the, the, you know, it just happens that they have the same bye week as another one of your stud players, I would not yeah. make that be the deciding. No, no, no. Like you still prioritize getting that player. Um, you'll make it through, whether that's through waiver or whether that's through, um, you know, through, um, you know, trades or whatever throughout the, out the, out the year. Um, you're, you're going to find that player to replace that bi-week player. Um, no, it appears, Matt, I don't, I think, I'm just looking into more into the, and I don't know if the, the website is updated. I think they honestly just missed the picture. All right. Yeah. So I saw the website too. Uh, it looks like, it looks like it is updated because RFCLA is there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if the anth- and the anthem is there. Yeah. So, uh, awesome. Yeah. There's 18 weeks. There's 18 weeks for sure. Awesome. All right. So we we fact checked the MLR. <laughs> I'm surprised X didn't do that themselves. Uh, yeah. But, on the, that's yeah. crazy. On their on their on their Twitter. Right. I'm not doing the math for well. 42 days until the season, Ryan. It's not 42 <laughs> days of playing. No. No. I know. I get. I get. I get that. I get that. But I'm just saying that that. The fact that they their team did not even even catch that they missed the entire picture on their kind of schedule announcement. That's pretty Also, can we just quickly forty two days fam? Is that when was that the fan base that MLR was trying to reach out to? Yeah. When were we saying when when did the MLR start saying fam? Who is this admin and, and when did he They're young. They're you young. start using this vocabulary? They're young. They're young. All right. Well let's Anyways, go. Anyways, we're missing Again. a whole picture here. We are missing a whole picture. At, PSA, the the MLR is missing a whole picture in the schedule. <laughs> go look on the website for the full schedule because don't trust anything that the MLR I'm kidding. You should trust them, but they just clearly mess up a lot. Like a lot. Like sometimes it's just off. But it's fine. Uh, it's that's fine, why people. we do not go onto the USMLR page at all. That's why we trust James Dealey and his. That's why we trust this, MLR this, stats. I said this two weeks ago. This league is run on its insiders. It's run by Brian Ray. It's, it's true. run by James. It's run by Doug Coyle. All right. All these insiders run this league, and the MLR doesn't even know it. All right. Well, let, let's move on here. We spent enough time on the anthem and. Uh, the well, schedule yeah. on X that is missing. Uh, right before before we get into the signings. Games. Yeah. Before we get into the signings, 
just want to throw some quick non-MLR news before we get into the players. I know everybody's been talking about it. Louis Louis Samet, yes, and uh, Harry Malander are both going into that NFL pathway. Harry Harry Malander, uh, both going into the NFL pathway. Big news. I love to see it. You know, rugby players coming to the U.S. Maybe if it doesn't work out, they're in the MLR. Know, they just they just going maybe, to the MLR. Maybe, maybe that's what we needed to figure out. Maybe we MLR needs to be added to the NFL pathway for all the people who don't make it to the NFL. Hey, yes, here's a streamlined pathway right back into playing some rugby. You can do it let's the go. MLR. I like that. I like that. No, no, I just wanted to throw that no, out. No, no, that, 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 that was a big thing. That is big news because often, obviously, we've seen the handful of MLR players that have transitioned from football or transitioned yep. from another sport to play MLR. It is cool to see or interesting to see. I know it was kind of getting mixed reviews online in terms of kind of I think a lot of people were shocked about this because these are marquee names yep. in the world rugby uh, landscape. Well, Louis Rezamet for sure. Right. Uh, Harry Malander, you know, he's definitely played for England, but Louis Rezamet was like kind of the star of, of Wales at one point. And um, it, it would be and cool still to see it. them on an, an on an NFL team. I obviously yeah. they have have a dream there to to go play because Louis Rezamet bold going running back or wide receiver. He's too bold. tall. Too tall for running back. Yeah, but wide receiver bold. would be good. Yeah. Bold. 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 Yeah. Right, Anyways, we'll, we'll see. All right. Well, let's shift on over to some MLR roster moves um, that are happening around the league. Uh, the biggest kind of active team that has been kind of dishing out a lot of social media stuff right now has been uh, RFC LA. Um, yep. They've already announced, uh, and we talked about it on a past episode, all of their full roster. Um, they're just kind of making it official with a lot of their guys. That comes down to like Will Leonard, Seth Purdy, um, a whole bunch of guys coming down on that list. So uh, you can check out the official announcement by RFC LA on a bunch of their players. But again, they've released their roster and it's been out there for quite a while there. So a lot of these names are expected. Um, let's get into kind of the Utah Warriors because the Utah Warriors, I feel like, were a, a very, very busy team over the course of the past week. And I think yes. the biggest signing that they had was Robbie Povey. Uh, Robbie Povey was the guy that they drafted uh, in that dispersal draft. It's taken a little bit to get the official announcement, but uh, Canada capped uh, fly half Robbie Povey, who was originally on the Arrows before they folded is joined the Utah Warriors, and uh, he earned four caps for the Warriors in 2020. Um, he went on, and he's obviously was a marquee name um, in on for the, the uh, Houston uh, Sabercats, was going yep. to uh, play for the Arrows after that big-time trade, um, but then obviously with the folding through the dispersal draft, finds himself in a new home and is uh, is back on, uh, on Utah, um, a guy that uh, is, is pretty fantasy-relevant when he gets the playing time. Yeah, I mean, look, he slotted in for Davy Coatser when he was hurt last year, and he, you know, he did really well. Um, I think he showed that clearly he can perform in the MLR, and it'll be really interesting to see how he slots in behind Joel Hodgson. Um, so, I mean, he'll be fantasy relevant if Joel Hodgson goes down, but outside of that, I think it'll just be, you know, pick him up on some flyers if, if they decide to rest Joel Hodgson one week. Um and you know that like he he's got the capability to be able to slot in and still perform. Yeah, only forty eight point eight fantasy points in uh, in twenty twenty three, but a majority of that coming on those two starts that he did have for Houston when he did step in for Davy Coatser, who was injured during yeah. that time in round fifteen, sixteen, scoring twenty four point seven fantasy points in round fifteen, fifteen point two in round sixteen. Um, yeah, he had two tries assists in that, that big-time round 15 performance along with five conversion kicks. So he has the potential when he gets the playing time. But that, that, that fly half room is just so backlogged, obviously, with uh, with uh, Joel Hodgson there. Um, he'll slot in behind him there. For me, honestly, he's more of a handcuff. You, you've talked about handcuffs in the past, Matt, about kind of just picking up guy. If I'm the Joel Hodgson owner, um, I'm really, really gunning to make sure I try to get Robbie Povey as well um, because yeah. then having that high-powered Houston Sabercats line that we've seen them have those explosive performances whoever that starting fly half is you're gonna have that locked in for the 2024 year yeah you mean the utah warriors or sorry yes the utah warriors sorry sorry, sorry. yeah yeah um having him and joel hodgson absolutely um and then uh shifting on to some other moves uh they uh did a trade with the new england free jacks getting the uh playing rights of kira mcclee who they ended up signing uh for uh utah uh giving up a second round pick in the 2024 collegiate draft and cap considerations okay um that seems to be that the obvious thing here again uh kira Mc, uh kieran mcclee uh joins a room uh that includes you know uh, a handful of of, of names um 
including, let me just pull up here, Logan Crowley, Zion Going, Ty Cowie, Sam Reimer. So McLee has the opportunity here. Logan yeah. Crowley obviously going to be, I think, the biggest name for that and uh, going in that, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Kieran McLee is a U.S. MLR vet. Um, so, But he's been behind John Pullen all this time, so it's nice to see that he could potentially be a starter in this league. And honestly, every time that he's come in and started, for John Poland, he has, for the most part, performed. Um, so it'll be interesting. If he's a starter for Utah and you see him moving, being a starter moving forward, it could be an interesting little pickup. Um, but that uncertainty of whether he or Logan Crowley is going to start, they obviously spent an international space for Logan Crowley as well. Um, I believe Karen, Karen McLeese also international. So um, having both, um, you know, we'll see how which way they go with it, and that'll be really interesting for fantasy managers. Yeah, there's going to be some value there. I don't think the Utah Warriors scrum half room is going to be one that's going to be people are going to be gunning for in this fantasy no. season. But uh, but if you need we'll one, see. everybody need one, needs one. one. That is true. Um, and then another signing uh, that was quite surprising. Uh, the Utah Warriors have signed hooker Tyler Wong uh, to their squad. He was uh, obviously notable uh, because he went first overall in the dispersal draft to the Miami Sharks. Unreal. Miami Sharks not locking it down, I guess. Uh, Tyler wanting to go to Utah instead. Um, yep. So he signs there. And uh, yeah, former the former Arrow, the Rugby Canada capped hooker, uh, heads to uh, to Utah. Yeah, not much fantasy relevance here. He's going to be behind Sushan and Vugakota, uh, or Vugakota all, basically all season. Uh, I don't think we'll see him much this year. Yeah, and then just some other signings, a trade happening between the Utah Warriors and the Chicago Hounds. Uh, Sam Fogali going over to the Hounds uh, for salary cap considerations. Um, don't know if there's anything to be said there, Maddie. Uh, Sydney Shoup, uh, scrum half, uh, re-signing with the Chicago Hounds, along with Ethan Parkins, who's a U.S.-eligible flanker, uh, signing for uh, for the Hounds as well, uh, having uh, made some uh, Premiership uh, Rugby Cup appearances uh, with the Worcester Warriors. Or Worcester yep. Warriors. Nope. Worcester. I think Worcester's right. Okay. Uh, well, I'm no, I'm no English... Uh, I'm no English uh, expert, but I'm pretty sure Worcester's right. The other one, Ryan, uh, I don't know if you're getting into some other ones, but I did want to call out, I, before we moved on from Utah, they did sign Isaiah Cruce. Mm. So, you know, the reuniting of of brothers, yep. I think, on the team. Uh, that'll be interesting. Hopefully they get to go in the field at the same time. I think that'll be really fun to see. That'd be cool. Uh, Sam Tuifo. That was bad. Sam Tuifua. How do you say it? I'm not going to say it. Why? I'm always the one that gets all the flack on this because I'm always the one that gives her 100%. And I always get Look, that's just part of the job that you live, right? You got to do it. That's that's your role. It's in your description. And sometimes you get it right. This some, uh, a lot of time you don't. The 21 year old back row uh, from Counties Rugby is uh, signing with the Dallas Jackals, uh, Franco Paillo. Oh. 27. I'm, it sounds right, man. <laughs> 27. You just got to own it, right? If you just own it and yep. don't make, like point to it, then you're fine. Uh, the Argentinian is going to uh, the Dallas Jaguars. Well, the hooker uh, played with the American Raptors last season. Um, and then just a couple of other re-signings. Dakota Worth, uh, flanker, returning to Old Glory, D.C. And Rob you know, Old Glory, Com- D.C., a lot of, a lot of big, a lot of uh, OG, OG fans of OG, D.C. really love that Dakota Worth, uh, we're signing, you know, he's a, he's a vet of, of OGDC. I believe he's returning. Yeah. Uh, um, played with so, Chicago last year. Yeah. Uh, 22 so, and a half fantasy points. Not really fantasy relevant, but we'll see whether or not he turns. I out. think he'll just add that veteran presence. He won't be fantasy relevant. And then uh, Rob Cobb, uh, former All Blacks U20 prop, Rob Cobb going uh, to back to uh, the Houston Sabercats. Uh, he uh, started 14 regular season games. Returns for a second season and the and the MLR. Uh, Rob Cobb uh, back with the Cats. Yeah, that'll be kind of a nice, nice retention for them. I think he'll definitely be um, potentially be on some some radars of some of the fantasy managers. But a low end you know, front, front row player, you know, he gets yeah. the minutes. Uh, he'll get you three points a week. He won't kill you. Uh, that's kind of what you're looking for as as a mid tier. Yeah, I mean, if you're desperate. You know, I think there's definitely going to be a lot of guys ahead of him, but uh, it's nice to see him back in the league. 
All right. Well, uh, another busy week of signings, I'm sure, uh, that's going to kind of tone down and all these announcements as we get closer to the, yeah. the season. Uh, but nonetheless, we're starting to solidify some rosters here now that we have our teams all solidified. Um, should be exciting to see where you're going to start marking down some of these names that should be on uh, fantasy MLR list. But I think, again, the big one out of all these, uh, a lot of LA uh, RFC LA names that are there uh, to keep an eye on that came out through their roster, obviously. And then I think the big one this week was the Robbie Povey thing more of a handcuff thing but no one yeah. crazy fantasy relevant getting uh, moved this week again a lot of those players have already found homes you can check out our, our review of each of the rosters from uh, two episodes ago where we really dive into the fantasy impact that some of these guys are going to have um yeah. all right let's have a little fun here maddie let's uh let's get oh, into boy. some jersey rankings um we 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 love kit you know, you know, obviously all the jerseys behind me. Um, I love collecting different types of jerseys, uh, going through, uh, the different jerseys of this upcoming 2024 MLR season was interesting, uh, with the new sponsor mm. Kappa coming through. Yeah. And I think overall we had our initial reaction last episode. I think we're pretty happy with what Kappa did, uh, well, but yeah. certain teams doing better than other teams in their kits for this. Episode. Ain't that the truth? So ain't that the truth? Let's get in it. So the way we worked out these kit rankings is that Matt, myself, and Vandy, yes, Vandy, Vandy. Um, we all, all uh, got uh, look, took a look at these, took a closer look at these jerseys and kits, both away and home, and ranked them uh, from uh, one to eleven. Twelve now with Anthem, but they don't have their jerseys out, so they're, they're last because they they're, suck. Their name's stupid, <laughs> and their jerseys are going to be even worse. Um, so we're going to start from the bottom of the list and move up, and we averaged out our three scores uh, and put the team that we had at uh, uh, and based them on those average rankings. So let's get into the number eleventh team right now, and that is going to be no surprise RFC LA coming in there. Uh, Vandy actually was pretty high on this. Uh, this this team's kit because he has a uh, stupid taste. Relatively, he had them ranked at seven. Uh, you and I, Matt, both had them ranked, uh, I believe, at the eleventh spot. Uh, yeah. Look, so, yeah. Last not, week, not, we, special. Yeah, last week we had Koan. I asked him about the jerseys. I asked him how it feels to have genitalia on his chest for all 18, 17 weeks of the year. Um, and you know, he said he was happy with it. He said he liked the colors. Um, but look, it's. I don't know. It's waves on a shirt, like sick. Like you put blue waves on a shirt and you <laughs> added some yellow on the sleeves. Like, I don't know how else to better explain it. Like you had all this time to come up. You knew you, you apparently knew you were going to be a team and you said, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have hues of blue and yellow to embrace LA's vibrant culture, dude, rooted in the sea and the sun. And then we're going to tribute to the LA coastal vibes. Sick. Way to go. You did it. <laughs> Well, 11th spot for us. Yeah, not nothing quite impressive here. I mean, Co seemed to like it last episode, um, but I mean, again, could have done so much better. Their wave, their waves on a shirt, and again, Giltini's had like, a martini glass on their shirt, and they beat you. Yeah, they had a dang martini glass. That's true. Just right there, and they were better. Jeez. Well, let's move on here. Sucks. I know, I know, I think I'm going to give you an aneurysm, Matt, if we keep talking about the anthem and RFC LA. So let's move on to the 10th ranked team, and that is the San Diego Legion. I think the big hey, one off of this, this one, is a fall from grace, right? This is a fall from grace because we were very, very high. They had the one with the, the Spartan on the Last side, right? Last year was dope. It Kings was and convicts they had the cool sponsor. It was they cool. Had the, oh. Vandy had San Diego ranked pretty high as well at number, at, at number four. Matt, you and I had San Diego ranked. Uh, you had San Diego ranked uh, 10th. I had them ranked 11th. It all comes down to this. I, I'm really just not a big camo guy. You know, like I yeah. know they're embracing the whole San Diego thing with their connection with the military and everything like that. So it's hard to kind of go against this. But... I just don't like camo and it doesn't look any better on a rugby I think, jersey. I think Jam Delay said it the best and he said this this has to be their training kit, right? This isn't their real right. jersey. Right. And I mean it looks cool for a training kit. I do actually like the the boxed out numbers on the back. I do. I actually am a fan of that. But it just for me what gets it is yes, the camo Ryan. I think it's kind of uh you know, I love the support for the military, but I think it's kind of 
it's kind of tacky yeah. when you throw it on a jersey. Um, and then they throw like a random Legion logo on the shoulder, like a landing a, a, a random point towards a, a Legionnaire yeah. on the shoulder. It's like that has nothing to do with the rest of the jersey. Sure. Like you just did that to hopefully throw a little hint of Legionnaire on there, and and I think it was just lazy and 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 not well done. So unfortunately, San Diego I think drops from like one to basically last because the other two teams don't count. <laughs> I will say if I had to compare the two, I do like the white aways a little bit better. Um, yep. I just like the black cutout sleeves and the Legion being the Legionnaire being a little bit more distinct yeah. on that. It looks kind now, of cool on there, but yeah, just again, just not a fan of fan of the camo. See, now I'm going to be excited for their city jerseys. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what that's all about because this is obviously their military series. Hopefully their city jerseys come out strong with this. All right. Well, coming in at uh, at uh, the next number here, coming in at number nine uh, is the NOLA Gold. The NOLA Gold coming in at number nine. I had them ranked at the, uh, at the eighth spot. Matt, you had them ranked at the eighth spot. Vandy yep. had them ranked at the ninth spot. Uh, so just okay. kind of a, a lower, uh, ruining a lower the averages, ruin the averages a little there, but uh, I think they just haven't changed. I mean, it's nothing special. You know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. it, it's, it's original. It's what Nola has always been. Uh, if I had to choose between the two, I like the kind of the Harlequin type look of the collar. You, you know, I love my collar. Yeah, uh, the I know. collar jerseys of their collars. their uh, away ones there. But again, there's just there's nothing special. They just it's been the same. I will say I do like the tri-colored kappa on the side of those away ones, which is pretty a yeah. nice little touch as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just, I did again, I did like that special. too. Um, for me, right? You know. It's at nine. It's not like you said. It's nothing special. Uh, I had him at eight above Utah, which we'll get to where Utah is next. Um, but I think Vandy might have skewed that a little bit. Um, but I just, you know, the fact that they're the same, I don't think we can complain about that. They're building a brand. You it's see true. that it's jersey, true. you see Utah. For San Diego, you know, you see a jersey, and you don't know what it is. You yeah. don't know what it's going to be because it is just – They've changed it every year. But for Nola Gold, you see the iconic four quarters, the gold and the white. You see the iconic Mardi Gras. Um, this is going to be their legacy. And I hope that they continue with this theme because I want to be able to look at the field and know exactly who I'm looking at and what team is playing. You know what? You're right. I think you might have convinced me that Nola Mates needs to be a little bit higher on this list. Because, again, I they agree. are they are creating a brand here. And it, they have been iconic and a big part of the MLR. And, and this is exactly what it is. So, uh, very, very interesting there. Well, coming in at number eight is the Utah this is Warriors, which you just mentioned. This is all of Vandy's uh, fault. Yeah. Vandy probably put them at, what, one? No. Vandy, Vandy ended up putting Utah at five. That's a joke. Which is, yeah, I, I agree. Matt, you and I had uh, Utah. You had Utah at nine. I had Utah at nine. Um, again, I think I think Nola deserves to be above yes. Utah here. But obviously because of Matt, uh, uh, Vandy's not skewed, very skewed, ranking of his favorite team. It's on there. Again, it's kind of the same sentiment above of, of the Nola. They haven't changed much. They haven't. You're right. I, I just don't like the gray. I don't like the gray away jerseys. Yeah. I think I wish they would have went white. Um, white would have been cool. White I think cool. last year their whites looked dirty. Yeah, they looked real nice. I liked Utah's kit better last year for sure. Yeah, that is true. For sure. Um, yeah, maybe it's a it's a bit hypocritical of me to say, but I know they had the same jersey and they've had this jersey for a long time. But I wish they changed it this year. I just there's nothing. To me, like, I think they could do so much with the namesake. Mm -hmm. They could do so much with even the city of Utah. Like, just the, just the idea of what it looks like when you watch them play at Zion Bank Stadium. It's true. They could have done so much with it once you see what some of these other teams have done with their jerseys. Even adding, like, keeping the same four lines, but then adding something instead of just the, like, the, the gray stripes or the, the kind of different shade stripes, I think they could have done something, an ode to Utah, an ode to the, the views mountains. of Utah, <laughs> an ode to even like a warrior yeah. or their logo or, or like where they have one of the logos from. They have one of the coolest logos in the league. They do. Hands but I, I think they could have done more here. I think 
I think they could have started here building that legacy of, yes, these four stripes are what we represent. And these four stripes will remain on our Jersey, kind of like the three, three stripes of Adidas. Mm-hmm. Um, but what goes around it can change. And, and they, I think they could have done more. Yeah. Again, uh, for and me, I'm with you. The gray sucks. They should have done white. Yeah. They should have done white. All right. Well, coming in at number seven now is the Chicago hounds. And this is kind of the, the, the this is Vandy's fault sentiment here. This is Vandy's fault. Cause Vandy had Chicago ranked at 10. Uh, you and I, Maddie, we, uh, you had a Chicago ranked at five. I had Chicago ranked at six. Uh, I really like these jerseys, honestly. I, th- I was trying to figure out a way to get Chicago higher, but it's just a little bit, I guess, very traditional. But I guess with the Hounds, that's yeah. what you were kind of looking for. I love their home kit with the the kind of the green stripes, uh, the white there. Again, you get me at the collar. You put a collar on your whatever. jersey, Let's... you're, on, you're automatic in the top half of the league. Um, I love the trim. That is on there on those on yeah. on the sleeves and the shorts as well. Uh, they just they did simple really really well, and that's why they were high on my list. I don't know why Vandy had him at the bottom. We need to get him back dumb. on the show to talk about it. But this this kit should be higher on this list. I, he, I think. I I think you know for these it's easy, and this is I kind of had a struggle with these because I was ranked them starting low, and then I brought them up because I said, look, why am I why am I taking the points off of these guys just because they went with something classic you know they went with the classic all green they went with the classic stripes and i hope they stick with this for their entire existence as a club Mm -hmm. because i want to see these green stripes and i want to see that green jersey the only fully green jersey in the league by the way yep um and be able to say that is the irish backed chicago hounds yeah with irish traditions with rob carney playing on that team and I love um, I, I love the six sided stars on the sleeves, yeah. uh, I and the love, hound's tooth, whatever yeah. stuff on the side, the and, hound's tooth on the sleeves, yeah. and and uh, the font, the font too is is really really really. Cool. I'm a yeah, I'm a fan. I just there's nothing special about it. It's just classic, and uh, I think it's I think it represents kind of who the Chicago Hounds are. Um, well, hopefully they're better this year. But yeah, I think I think it's I think it's just classic, and that's why I had them up there. All right, coming in at number six is the New England Free Jacks. Uh, This was a little bit of a shocker for me because I've always been a very, very big fan of the New England Free Jacks. Uh, Collar aside, I just love... No, just the collar, Ryan. (laughs) I love the navy blue, red, and white look. And what really did it for me, uh, and again, I had them ranked at uh, seven. You had them ranked at seven as well. uh, And Vandy had them, I believe, ranked a little bit higher at six. What a dummy. I love the home. The home jersey yep. is a knockout of the park. They yep. they that's killed a classic. It with them. They just they should classic. never change that jersey. Why does the away one look weird? It I don't just, understand. It, it looks weird to me. Why did they just stop the stripes? <laughs> what happened? Did they just run out of ink? That's did they I, run out of blue and white ink as they went up the belly and they said, "Oh, that's, this is it. That's, that's all was, we got." From from the sponsors to the dude wipes on the bum, the kits have always been of the free jacks has always been at the top of the list for me when it comes to MLR jerseys. And it would have been on the top of my list. Once again, at least in the top tier of it, I figured out, I figured out why they just didn't stop the stripes on their away. Actually, I don't know why I I was going to say, because they didn't want to clash with the, with the, with the, with the the sponsor, with the white stripe, with with the, with the sponsor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, the away is what got me too. I, I, I just look at that thing and it's so ugly compared to the home. Right. It's just so ugly. Like they just the stopped. home Jersey is, yeah, they stopped. They literally <laughs> said, I, I, you have to pay for more stripes and they didn't have any more funds. They put too many on their home. They needed to like, get the premium subscription yeah. and all they had was just the basic. It's true. It's true. So I, I don't know what happened yeah. there. But that's why free, the free jazz kind of slipped on my list, at least. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that's the same sentiment I, for Vandy. Like yeah, I, and I, this this is ranked higher than Chicago, uh, because of Vandy's stupid tenth ranking. But yeah. I, I think I, Chicago's jersey is way better than this. I like, think Chicago. I think they're both. They both are the same classic jerseys. But New England Free Jack messed up on the away. That's yeah. what happened. They could have went in all red and all. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine an all-white New England Free Jacks away jersey? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I'm pretty, all sure, white they, I'm pretty like, sure they've had that in the past. With like, yeah, they have. All white with just blue and red. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, Central that Central. yeah. I mean, they messed up with the away. The home, I think they should never change it. Home, home, um, home. I think is one of the best home jerseys. In the home the jersey, the they should never, they should never change what they're doing with I that. Agree. One. All right, that is uh, their image. Shifting on over now, going up the list. We're going up to number five, and number five on our list is Old Glory DC. Uh, Vandy again, yeah. uh, hurting the rankings here. What Old, is wrong uh, with this guy? Vandy ranked uh, them at eighth. Matt, you and I, uh, I think, are pretty high on these Old Glory DC jerseys. Both of us having at number four. You look at it at first, and you're like, okay, there's nothing really special about this jersey. And then you look sure. at it a little bit closer, and you're like, wait, there's a whole bunch special with this jersey. You look at their homes first. I mean, you have the capital rotunda kind of outline in there. The perfect kind of it, it goes from around the logo and, and kind of bursts out. You have the two red kappas and the one yeah. white uh, and, and with the sponsor. It, it just all works perfect. The collar looks great. The sleeve trim looks great. The, 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 the font is fantastic. And then you look at the away jerseys and you have the columns of the Lincoln Memorial jerseys. The trim looks great on the sleeves old glory dc knocked it out of the park here i think yeah this is i think this is should be what they stick with for time i mean i I, i'm excited to see what this looks like in in person and or on tv Mm -hmm. um because i think it just looks great in these images uh the way that they have and i and a lot of teams are taking advantage of these kind of background art some better than others like for example la sucked with it (laughs) <laughs> but Old Glory DC has done really well with this. Um, they have made an effort to kind of make an ode to the city uh, that they're from. And yeah, it is just, it's, it's awesome. I mean, I, I love, I love the way that it looks and I'm excited to see the way that it looks on, uh, on TV. And again, if I had to predict, right. And I, this is why it's a little bit lower on my list and it didn't hit that top tier is because I don't think you're going to be able to recognize it that much on the field. Right. I think like up close and personal, I think it looks fantastic. And the idea is there, the integration. I love when teams integrate kind of what you were alluding to with the the Utah jerseys, when they integrate a part of the city's culture into what makes it. Well, not just lazily. Right, 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 right. Um, And they did it perfectly here. I just don't think you're going to be able to see much of it, but that shouldn't take away from the yeah. from from the idea here and and, and look i can't very, very i can't just nice dis- we can't make rankings on the assumption of what it's going to look sure. like we just sure. have what's in front of us and on these graphics on these designs it looks dope all right well let's shift on over now to our top three uh <laughs> rankings for these jerseys and uh coming in at number three knocking it out of the park i think at least for definitely one of them, the Miami Sharks coming in at number three. Vandy had them ranked in at number one. Uh, he loves these jersey. I the had him at I had him at five. Matt, you had it at six. I I personally like. I would take the Old Glory DC jerseys over these ones. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of that two tier thing where those away jerseys look spicy. I love those away jerseys. I yeah, we know you away. love the Miami Vice. I love the Miami love Vice that. colors. I, that it's great. Um, the 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 Winwood Art District kind of design down the middle. They're a little bit coming up the back. I would have liked to see it down, kind of the 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 shoulders a little bit to continue the stripe. But yeah. that black, pink, baby blue contrast is just beautiful. I don't really know about the home ones. They're kind yeah. of uh, like a almost Matt. I was surprised that maybe you uh, were into the, like a kind of a gradient. They kind of went gradient here a little well, bit, uh, but it's supposed to represent Ryan. the sunset over. The I was going to say, Ryan, they didn't go gradient. This is a sunset. Okay. <laughs> this is a stunning pink sunset that goes over the beaches of Miami. Can't you see it? Can't you see it in, in the stunning pinkness <laughs> you know of what? the You're sunset right. in, the, you, in the jersey? Now that you this pointed. home jersey is so dumb. <laughs> this home jersey sucks. I don't like. I don't know what's worse is the L.A. tribal waves or whatever the tribute to the coastal waves or yeah. or the sunset over the beaches of Miami. In what world does this represent a sunset? Who would you get to draw this? Like a three year old? That's true. Three-year-olds can't even look out the windowsill to see the sunset. Like, why are you asking them to draw it? But, um, yeah, this this home one is pretty, <laughs> pretty dumb. Um, the away one is is cooler. Uh, I put them lower just because the home jersey. Yeah, um, I agree. And also, I mean, 
I wasn't going to get sucked into the Miami Vice thing just because they had pink and black and baby blue. It does look dope, but like, I don't know how I feel about it running a strip through the middle. Um, I don't know. Maybe they could have done it another way. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, sorry, not the top three. That, that came at, in, in, in that number four. Jeez, Ryan, learn to count. Sorry. I, did, I have a hard time counting backwards. All right. Uh, well, going into number three now. The Dallas Jackals. The these Dallas Jackals. So these are sick. These and are so and dope. you you throw it on your on our screen there. Uh, the color scheme is fantastic. They stick with the, what they've had. I gotta give props to a team that just decided to go different. They just decided to embrace something different. The star of Texas, obviously a big big part of 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 the Dallas culture. Obviously the Dallas Cowboys being you know they're the iconic blue star, but they just did this perfectly it could have gone it it could have gone wrong in so many different ways but they just did it perfectly and and these jerseys are just the perfect amount of different it looks great i think it's gonna look sweet on the field um i i love what the dallas jackals did here ryan i looked at this and the first thing that i thought was these classic dallas stars jerseys in the nhl yeah Oh my gosh. I mean, these things are just so, so well done. I love how the star outline kind of continues in the back on both jerseys in a faint, like not too prominent way. Um, I love the tribute to the, I mean, when you think of the Lone Star State, right? Like Dallas just says like, yep, this is, this is our state. Like Houston, get out of the way. We are, we are going to be Texas's team and we're going to represent Texas. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately for Texas, but like, uh, but yeah, these are these jerseys are dope. Um and and yeah, I've got nothing else to say other than other than they're sweet. All of us had uh had them ranked in at uh, at the 3 spot there. I think we're just really really high on these Dallas Jackals jerseys. Yeah. I think it just it looks awesome there. Um and I think there's really not much else to be said. They they did it nope. perfectly. They did different perfectly. Um all right, coming in at number 2. Kind of a mashup of basically everything that looks great for me at least. Um, the yeah. Houston Sabercats uh, coming in at number two this for me. Dumb. There's um, no way they should be number two. They're number who one. Who did it? Who, who num- caused this? Who number- caused this? Ryan, where'd you rank them? I ranked it two. You suck. All right, two. where'd Randy rank them? Ranked him two. You guys suck. And you had him ranked number one. You guys stink. Um, You guys stink so much. Okay. What do you not like about it? there's not it's the second best jersey to me well you clearly don't like something about it there's just one jersey that's a little bit better uh but i think for me uh what it comes down to is that they had callers ryan i know they have callers seattle doesn't even have callers don't spoil it don't spoil it um you're right these have callers and i love it about them the cat print is great it's different I'm not a huge right. cat print guy, but it's great. Right, um, the saber cats. What do you want from them? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It, it's I'm, and I'm sure, I'm sure, um, I'm sure Stephen Lowen is is super pumped. He up loves them. He's great. tweeted about them. He loves them. They're great. I can't bash them. They're just it's between two a rock and a hard place. I mean, these are great, great jerseys. Brian. Um, what? Brian. What? These things are so good. They're so good. They're so clean. You take a look at them. They're classic jerseys. They look like they're they're classic black and yellow jerseys. Yeah. Right. They're just they're just nice with the collar, just like you like them. All right. And then you take a closer look, and there's saber cats running around the field. Oh, these things are so sexy. They they just have the perfect level of print on it. It's not too bold, right? It's not too much. It's true. It's just a perfect level of print. And it speaks to the team that they are. There's a reason for it. It's not just it's not just thrown in there, right? They didn't just draw lines on a on a jersey. Yeah. They were intentional about it. All right. And it represents the Sabercats exactly like like we like they need to be. And they just look good. I have nothing else to say, but it's I think I think my favorite part about their jersey description on on uh MLR's Twitter is Yeah, what about it? <laughs> The when they have the line that goes to the collar and it just says collar, classic element of the rugby jersey. Yeah, yeah. they should have just wrote collar, classic element 
to get to Ryan's heart. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but you're right. I mean, these jerseys are fantastic. These jerseys are fantastic. And you know what? I'm thinking about it now, what maybe nope. the difference is. You can't change. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. I think well, I just like I think <laughs> I think I just like Seattle's color scheme. And that's not Houston's fault. That's not Houston's fault. No, it's your fault. I just like Seattle's color scheme a little bit more. But again, Houston coming at two. Matt, you had him ranked at one. Vandy and I both have him ranked at two. I Let's talk about like, the number one overall. Uh, Vandy so had him ranked at Put two. A caller just for you. I had him ranked at one. Uh, Matt, you had him uh, ranked at two. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just wait doing the math there. They might have been tied for first. Whatever. I don't want to talk Doesn't about matter. it. Houston should have been first. <laughs> Seattle Seawolves coming in at the number one spot. Um, I, I think these jerseys are great. There's no caller. <sighs> yeah. So are they really great to you, Ryan? They are great. They are great. All right. The bl- I love, I've always loved the color scheme. I love the idea that all Seattle sports have the same exact color. The green on their home jerseys is just the perfect amount of green. It's different. It's, it, it, I, I, it's kind of stupid to be honest, what they're looking at in terms of the sound waves that travel through the ocean. Well, right. Like, Ryan, those are it, sound waves you're talking about. It looks cool though. It looks That's at real, least 90 decibels. It, it looks really cool. The orchid teeth on the, on the, on the, the, the trim is pretty sweet as well. And then well, you go, you don't like them. I mean, I like them on the shorts. I like them on the, on the arms. The collar's um, kind of weird. The collar on the neck makes you look like you're wearing a leather spike necklace <laughs> or a choker. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of weird. So, uh, honestly, that's one of the things that why I had them at number two. All right. And I, I love the away ones. I the think away ones sick. The away ones are sweet. I think when you look at it, it the looks maybe so a little cool. bit cheesy with the no. trees and the no. thing. But I think on the field, it's going to look fantastic. I love all look. white kits. It, it's gonna, it has that kind of camo feel, but it's not camo. And then the trees, the green trees, it's great. You know how to do landscape well? Uh, you look at this jersey, all right? You know how to do landscape and city-like architecture poorly? Uh, you look at the rugby New York iron workers jersey <laughs> with the stupid Brooklyn Bridge on the side. This is how you do it. I mean... Everything looks incorporated into the jersey well. Yeah. Even if you didn't know those were trees, the jersey still looks cool. Yeah, that's true. Like, the way that they just used it, and then you can clearly see the mountain. Again, this is another one where you would hope to kind of see how the mountain looks in person, but this away jersey is awesome. The home jersey, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's black and green. Sick. You like the colors, Ryan, but you you bash two things about this thing, and you didn't bash anything about the Houston Sabercats one. So I don't understand how this one ends at two, but the Houston Sabercats or this one ends at one. Houston Sabercats ends at two because you said two things that you thought were dumb about this jersey, and nothing about the Houston Sabercats one oh, except you didn't like black and yellow. Don't we love ranking qualitative stuff? This is why I'm a commissioner and I like fantasy numbers because there's a a, a distinct difference in ranking these things. Not the sound less, waves through the ocean, Ryan. Those don't even look like sound <laughs> right, waves. I will say. Overall, looking back on all of it, I think that the league, with their transition to Kappa, the jerseys as a whole, I think are better. I think the jerseys as a whole are better, yes. And there I think are, the shorts are a bit more fun. The the fall there there are some teams that falter there, but we've always had right. teams the MLR that falter right, a little Ryan. bit. Quit bashing on LA. <laughs> oh, I'm the one that's bashing <laughs> LA, yeah, sure. Um but no, I think this is great. I think having an iconic brand like Kappa I didn't know how to how to feel about um, the having the kappa on the shorts, but again, yeah. it's just it's their look, and they embraced it and they went for it. And, and you know what? It's 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 gonna it, be sweet. It's gonna be awesome. Outside of a couple jerseys and a couple teams, finally, it looks like the jerseys weren't made out of a generator. That's true. Or a online little shaping tool. It was actually designed with purpose, and I love it. Uh, I think the shorts are going to continue to grow on me with the Kappa logos down the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they look even better on the players. Um, you know, I'm sure some of the big boys are going to look great in these jerseys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it should be it should be a good little product to see on the field. Yeah, it's going to be great. So I know that uh, a bunch of our listeners and viewers were waiting for our ranking list. There you go, Seattle number one, Houston a close second, um, so, and we can yeah. all agree that. Uh, that the RFCLA ones are a little bit uh, a little bit rough there, but there are some nice ones. I love Old Glory DC. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. love I love a lot of these. So it should be great. Um, 
really, really super. It just makes me more and more excited for the upcoming season to what these are going to look like on the field uh, when they do come out in uh, in March. And just as a disclaimer, we've already ranked the Anthem. I think I said this at start, but the Anthem have already been ranked 12th. Uh, their jerseys will be 12th. Don't get your <laughs> expectations up. They will be 12th. I just can't. You know, what, what, what are you going to do with Anthem yeah. and their logo? Actually, you know what I hope they do? Music I hope clubs. they put that cursive Anthem thing across the chest. I think be, none of the teams have put a logo across the chest. I think they should do it. That would be pretty cool. Look like a, kind of like a pseudo like baseball jersey. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, just do it. That'd be Why not? But uh, yeah, their jerseys gonna suck too. I don't think they're gonna listen to their you after how much sucks, you've dude. bashed their branding. But uh, we'll their see. Name maybe, sucks maybe too. Take it. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, there's our rankings of the the kits uh, again. Uh, we're going to have to try to get our hands on some of these because I do love some of them. Uh, should be really, really cool. Um, we'll see whether or yeah, not we'll we see. Can. I have no team to support, so. That's true. I mean, I never I never was really supporting one team. Uh, but, yeah, I guess I'm looking for a team. Ryan, you're looking for a team, too. I think I'm looking for a team, too. I guess so. I know James Dealey did a little uh, bracket for him. He's now a, He's a Hounds a, fan. A, a Chicago Hounds fan now after losing his arrows. So we'll see there. Um, but nonetheless, though, uh, maybe I'll just have to rank it based on kit. Maybe maybe I'll just have to get myself a Dallas Jackals jersey or something. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, all right. Well, you didn't even uh, rank them first. <laughs> I don't know. It's different. It's different. You like you like trash? Is that you why mean? you want to cheer for the Jackals? No. Okay. Right. We're not getting into that yet. We have reviewed the teams. We're getting close this season. We'll see where they. they well, we're going to get into that, Ryan. Season. Apparently, to MLR, we are forty-two days, fam. Forty-two days That's out true. from the season starting. So we clearly need to start getting into some draft research. I've obviously already started because, you know, winners win. But uh, we definitely do need to get into this in the upcoming weeks. That is true. So that will be all coming down the pipeline. Again, check out on our social media channels. The Google form is out for all of you who want to try out Fantasy MLR in the 2024 season. Just a little bit of information to fill out. Uh, You do that. We'll put you on the list. We'll get you in a league, and you should have a lot of fun uh, with Fantasy MLR coming up in 2024. We're going to be super exciting stuff again. Down below in the description, join that Discord channel. Uh, There's a lot to look forward to here in this upcoming And those of you who decide that you want to join uh like we said we're going to start doing some analysis going forward about what to start doing to prepare for the draft you're going to want to stay tuned you're going to want to get the thoughts from a champion you're going to want to get the thoughts from you know a guy (laughs) who finished last place or finished 500 or something like that yeah so uh you want to hear some mistakes you want to hear some uh some things to do some things to note it's a new landscape um and it's MLR fantasy rugby. It's something completely like you've never experienced before in some ways. Absolutely. And hey, I'm going to also get my uh, first shot after putting this whole thing together at Tain Crack at Fantasy MLR. Maybe Jeez, you'll be luck, in a league against me. So we'll see whether or not. But nonetheless, uh, really fun episode. Drinking uh, kits. We'll get more serious when it comes to fantasy circles and the upcoming episodes. Maybe. Mock drafts, uh, fantasy strategies, draft strategies, all of it coming up in the weeks to come. You won't want to miss it again. Check out that Google form. And we're excited to get everyone playing Fantasy MLR. For Matt Yee, for myself, Ryan Yee, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Fantasy Rucker Show. And you stink. You've been listening to the Fantasy Ruckers Show, bringing fantasy rugby to the masses, covering everything rugby from the MLR and beyond. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and be sure to tell all your friends. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, connect with us on social media at the Fantasy Ruckers. Till next time, this is the Fantasy Ruckers Show, signing off.